Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Today is October 21st, 2019, and I haven't done a podcast in probably about four months, and I'm going to explain the reason why. If you have been a regular listener, I've been replaying or republishing the older podcasts just so that I didn't lose you guys, and you're probably wondering why was I doing that. Well, I'm going to talk to you about something personal. Uh, My husband uh, was in the hospital for a week, and he was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. And so your life then flashes in front of you. It changes so drastically in a moment's notice. And he went into hospice. Well, he's in hospice at home, and I wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, It it is uh, kind of overwhelming, so if I repeat myself, you know, just... uh, Take it with a grain of salt. But when you're in hospice, uh, you really don't have, I didn't have any idea what it was all about. I always thought that hospice was um, at some sort of care where the patient was very close to death and they would lay in their bed and the family would be around them and everybody would be praying or talking about their life. And after a couple of days, they were gone. Not so with my husband, and fortunately, he is not like that. He's in the small percentile of people that are doing well in hospice, but not well enough. So, uh, well, you know, and I hate to say this is sad because I'm so happy that he's with me. So the choice of him uh, going through surgery with a large possibility of him passing or coming home and me taking care of him and having some more time with him was a choice I made. So this is what happens when you're in hospice. And I'm not going to say anything negative about it, um, although there are things that I don't agree with. You know, and I put myself in the place of other caregivers, and luckily I have a... um, Well, I want to say a big mouth, and so if there's something going on that I don't like, I will definitely say something. What about the older person whose spouse is in hospice, and they're not able to, or they don't really have the wherewithal to complain or to say, I'm not doing this. For instance, um, when you're in hospice, they give you a lot of medication, And you're free to uh, dispense it, or it can sit on the counter. I chose to not go that route. Uh, It's actually in a box somewhere in the back of the closet, and I choose not to use it. I'm doing alternative things. But there's also so much to know about hospice. What are your rights? Um, What do they do for you? What don't they do for you? And this is what I'm going to talk about so that... uh, You know, if you have a loved one that possibly would go into hospice, you'll know. Let's face it, who does research on hospice before you need it? And then when you need it, you don't really have the time to start doing research. So I'm hoping that this podcast would help people. Before we continue talking about hospice, I do want to talk about Premier Lighting. They have been with me for several years. They have a wonderful showroom in Scottsdale, and they've been in business for 30 years. They help people choose the perfect fixture to enhance the decor of their homes. You can change the look of your room 
just by changing the fixture or the light bulb. So if you have any questions, you can call them. They're in Scottsdale. Their phone number is right on their website, shoppremier.com, and they would be happy to explain things to you about LED lighting or come out to your home. So don't forget, shoppremier.com. So let's go back to hospice. Like I was saying before, nobody ever does research before they need it, whatever it is. And I never even thought about hospice until it hit me in the face. And they said, well, we're going to let your husband get out of the hospital. And then what do you do? He was not able to get out of bed. He um, has some problems with certain things. I won't go into his uh, personal medical uh, situation, but hospice came along and I said, sure, if that's what you suggest, I'll do it. They provide the bed, the hospital bed, if you need a wheelchair, uh, all of the sanitary needs. They come to your house and bathe the person twice a week. You have a case nurse, so if you have any problems, you can discuss it with them. They have bereavement services. They have social workers. They're really on call 24 hours a day. Uh, There was uh, the first three months, I would say, where I would call them at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, sometimes 6 o'clock in the morning, because I needed a nurse to help me um, with my husband. And he is larger than I am. Everybody knows that I'm a little petite. Uh, So they were very helpful. Uh, there are now, because I have somebody uh, working with him on exercising, then I'm able to not call them as much. But if I needed them, they're there. The things they don't do, well, I won't go into that. Um, because there's, there's certain things that I wish they would do, but they don't. But I would say that all in all, Hospice of the Valley has really been a lifesaver. And hopefully, I'll be able to do these podcasts more often. A matter of fact, before I mention that I'm using alternative methods for my husband, I'm not using the typical heavy-duty medications that they did supply me with. And I would like to explain the alternative medication, but I'm going to do it in the next show. I'm also going to have a guest with me. So if you're interested in what alternatives are available and how my husband is still with us after four months of being in hospice, please tune to uh, Home Design Chat with Nancy on the, well, next week, and that would be October 29th. And I would be, or maybe it's the 28th, I don't know. Um, We'd have to look at a calendar. But as I said before, this whole situation has been overwhelming to me. So if I can't keep something straight, bear with me. But I would love you to um, write in if you have any questions. I feel like after four months, I've learned a lot about hospice and about hospital situations and about the alternative methods that I'm using. So you can write at, to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. I want to thank you guys for listening. And, you know, I hope you never get into this situation, but you never know. So until next week, thank you for listening and have a great day. Mm-hmm.